Podlita. Working models who are working. Captions Pod, crunch. Podlita. Conspiracy theory. Top Pod, model Matt. Podlita. That's not very elder. Oh. Oh. Podlita. So nice to wear. Ugh, I guess. Guys. Guys. Tyramel. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, and welcome to Tyrish. a bonus. <laughs> to welcome to a bonus episode of Pod Leadum. It's our first mailbag episode where we're going to go through all the wonderful emails that y'all sent. We put out, we've always been getting a lot of emails. Yeah. And they're some of our favorite stuff. Um, y'all really put in the time for some of these emails and we really appreciated it. Are the kindest to a new mother. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> like, like uh, I'll say this as the most single and alone of the trio (laughs) i'm just saying every so often an email could be like hey jw i love your lack of pets your lack of children and your (laughs) lack of husband (laughs) i get that it's more joyous to talk to alexander and hannah about their bevy of them (laughs) like people were not excited to name your plant yeah that's true that's true all right um if you ever want to send us an email it's easy go to podleadum.com specifically you can go to podleadum.com slash contact and it's a little contact form easy peasy top model squeezy you know what i mean (laughs) we're gonna go through a bunch hannah and alexander haven't really seen these haven't really read these we always forward each other the emails and stuff it's a guided journey as someone if you have sent an email in the past you'll know that i am the one that responds to them yes but they always get passed on mm-hmm. passed on through the the thing and i just yeah. figured out you guys i'm so excited i just figured out how to send a group message in an email yeah i don't have to type your email addresses individually that's gonna save you <laughs> seconds of your day uh-huh. i love it um and we picked out a bunch um of these if your email doesn't get picked uh uh, uh but we still very much appreciate every email that we've got we just we have a lot and we a we're lot. gonna So let's dive in. First, it's going to be some just short, fun stuff that people shared with us. And then we'll get into some uh, unpopular opinions, which we Mm. kind of did a call for. And then we'll do some people who brought up discussion topics. And help me remember, guys, there's also a really good one that someone DM'd me on Instagram for the discussion topics. discussions? Okay. Yeah, great. We'll start with that one so that you don't forget. Yeah, great. So let's do some short, fun stuff. First one is from Marianne, who let us know... There's an Amanda and Jaw Wolf interview on YouTube. <laughs> and it also apparently contains something about Tyra's battle with constipation. What? Does Tyra have IBS? I haven't watched that yet, but I know if you, it's like Tyra's constipation seems like it's part of the title of the video. So <gasps> I invite everyone to go to YouTube, type in Tyra Banks constipation, see what happens. <laughs> I'm saving it for a day when I really need it. <laughs> is that why she eats so much ice cream to mm-hmm. just like loosen it up yeah. maybe Tyra's the opposite of lactose intolerant and lactose makes her <laughs> just, just so regular yep <laughs> thank you Marianne thank you for sending that that's cool news um, next is from Maggie I was watching Cycle 8 tonight and it's kind of what inspired this email. And I'm also, by the way, taking selections from longer emails and just yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm not, can't you read the whole thing to get through all these? But I realized that for so many young girls passing through the show and watching it at home, there is a subtle 
awful lesson that is being absorbed. America's Next Top Model teaches young women that they can't say no. And then she gives some examples like, if you say no to your makeover, your career's over. If you say no to nudity, and she used Shannon in All Stars eventually, like, Shannon's just not going to go out for those jobs. And it's teaching the lesson that if you have a line, no matter what it is, you can't say no to something or you can't live your dream. And that was an interesting through line. Like, we've kind of had discussions about it, but it's an Mm -hmm. interesting way to look at the show and she Kenya. brought up of course the, the mess with Kenya that the show just handled Ugh. so poorly mm-hmm. and maggie is also part of like a top model fan family of someone <gasps> else who's gotten oh, shout outs before mama so asked <laughs> yeah and i love that i love that top model brought a family together and thank you for the rest of your email to maggie it was a great email lots of interesting tidbits and personal stories that people shared in general i'm not going to share too many personal stories because i don't know if what people, people want those, share. Like, they're sharing share. it with us yeah exactly this is from george from new zealand Ooh, international yes wanted to reach out um on the back of the your latest episode where new zealand got a little shout out thanks to chantal's post-show work for farmers <gasps> farmers is actually a long-running department store where I have worked for a number of years. And of course, I freaked out when I saw Chantal on the cover of one of the catalogs way back in the day. I love that that is one of our only confirmed things that I looked up on the internet. (laughs) And they're like, farmers happen. Chantal booked farmers in New Zealand. Can't get one listener who has a copy of Knock Knock Grandma's Dead. (laughs) Uh, I want it. We have a P.O. box. You can send that. (laughs) 15 copies. <laughs> I have a child. <laughs> oh my God. Hannah, you just scored yourself that book. Imagine if you did. <laughs> Imagine. Perseus sent us a picture that uh, was linked online, the link to the picture mm-hmm. of Brent Poer and Bo Quillian together. Oh. And he was like, oh, worlds colliding. I decided, and I've never done this with anyone else in the show, really, once or twice. It's very rare. Sarah. That's, well, Sarah, I mean, how could I not? <laughs> but recently, recently. Yeah, that's pre-Pod Lita. Uh, yeah. I DM'd Brent Poer and told him, I was like, hey, we're, we, I, I'm doing a recap podcast called Pod Lita. It's popular. We've, we noticed you recur on a lot of seasons. We're big fans. Mm-hmm. I'm the token Southerner in our group. So we get compared a lot, blah, blah, blah. Here was Poer's response. Hi, JW. This is so nice and appreciated. ANTM was a blast. I got to travel the world. And more importantly, I met my husband, Bo Quillian. <gasps> and then he says, from Cycle One, which is hilarious to me. And then ends it, cute, on brand. Made me feel like I came out on top. Oh my God. Everything about that just made me so happy. Listener, I actually cried. And then, <laughs> and I, I responded. I was like, "Oh, we're big fans of Bo too. We even jokingly say all the time, killing it and quilling it." And he's, and then he responded with something like, "Seriously, thank you so much for reaching out, and thank you for shouting out my." I had told him we'd shout it out his product. He's like, "Thank you so much." Blah blah blah. So, oh my, oh my god, Power Power seems like a good dude. Confirmed. If I could have picked two people in the top model universe to <gasps> be Mary. married to each other, and you could not do better than Power Quillian. Quillian. Oh my God. I just love that. And I love Lower. that. Yeah. <laughs> They're just pilling it and quilling it. <laughs> All right. Our next one's from Ken. Hey, Ken. I think the reason they couldn't have Jenna in the final two of Psycho 9 is that she would have wiped the floor with the other girls when it came to the portfolio review. And there's no way they would have let her win. Sure. That's why personal Ken 
Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Aaron reached out and said um, that we won't. Aaron asked us to talk about how we watch the episodes and then record mm. um, that, which we can talk about in just a sec. I'll also say she, like most people, complimented. I put complimented Hannah's babies. I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure I meant single babies. Boobies. Erin <laughs> <laughs> also said she wanted to say she's never been a podcast person. It, you know, it's it's. I get that it's a lot of people's things, but I've never liked them. But now I found a podcast that speaks so directly to my interest, namely dissecting America's Next Top Model. So I'll say that, like, because Erin was like, I don't know if you watch the whole cycle and then mm. to go to whatever. We've only briefly mentioned it. We only watch two or three, and usually it's two. Mm-hmm. Well, now in the days of Zoom, yeah, and remote recording, because at the beginning we used of the show, to have, yeah, in the before times, we, we met had up marathon recording sessions where we would like knock out four in one go. Yeah, yeah. all at my house Alexander on the couch, cured meats, <laughs> <laughs> and usually dinner. <laughs> In a time of Zoom, we kind of like mailed and split off all the equipment. <laughs> and now we get together. Like right now, we're on a video chat, but it's also being recorded for the podcast itself. And we watch about two at a time because we found at least over Zoom that once we hit that second episode, our energy dips. Yeah. Yeah. It gets loopy. You could probably tell. I won't spill which episode it was, but <laughs> you could tell which was the third episode on Zoom. Because yeah. I got real snippy with everyone. <laughs> There there were some feelings in the Zoom room. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Um, but even Snippy, Alexander's kinder than most people, though. Oh. But yeah, so it's two at a time. And also, I've found that I really like doing that instead of watching the whole cycle at once. Because I truly do love to dissect the show and see how the contestants and my opinion of them evolve episode- episodically. Yes. Yeah, I also, I have to basically only watch a couple at a time because I also do the editing. Mm-hmm. These episodes sure. go out of my head like i have to get them out so if i tried to watch the whole season all at once yeah i would look at my notes and be like i don't remember what this was referencing and that's why it's, it's funny that some people are like wow i really disagreed with how you felt about blah 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 and i'm like well to be fair sometimes it's just how we felt about them in that particular episode where they hadn't had their like heel turn mm-hmm. yeah or whatever it is because again i really want to be fair to these young women like as they're portrayed because as we've seen like in our current cycle with dominique if i watch the whole cycle who knows how i'd feel about dominique all at once but episode by episode it's much easier for me to see the gaslighting going on and i would also say even allison we all in the in the audition episode to load the chaos just like yeah she seems miserable but like fascinating (laughs) yeah and then just like turn yeah i also as you touched on Alexander, I try to watch these episodes as close to when we're going to record as possible. Yeah. Because we all do take copious amounts of notes, but it's just way easier if it's fresher in your mind. to talk Oh about yeah. It. I always do it about a day or two beforehand. I'm know? through my fourth notebook from the beginning <laughs> of the cycle or uh, beginning of the podcast to now. I just finished my fourth uh, like moleskin of notes. Like I, t- we take a shit ton of notes all <laughs> separately. We don't talk about the episodes uh, in between recordings. Every, in the before times, every once in a while, we would watch an episode together to, just for fun. Yes. Like, out of the yeah. timeline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course. We would watch any CoverGirl commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And this whole podcast started just because whenever the three of us were in a room, inevitably Top Model would come up and we'd just scream at each other about it for like. <laughs> 
eventually, it, eventually, it truly became easier, better for our friendship for us to record these conversations. That's true. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, though, Aaron. Great question, too. Yeah, I love it. And there's some people like behind the scenes stuff. So yeah. And I would say just to tack on to that, kind of like some of the best emails don't like spoil stuff for us down the line. It's been it's kind of cool when we are as like we try to detach what we might know about them later. Yeah, it's, it's been. Yeah. Yeah. What's our I've, secret? We don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> It's funny how you forget small details about stuff too. Especially oh, we're getting into those cycles that I haven't rewatched as much, which uh-huh. is interesting. Yep. Until we get to short cycle, which is fully burned the up. Best. Oh, oh, I could. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that season. We'll do dramatic reenactments. <laughs> I have, obviously. All right. Bryce Lee. Bryce Lee. I discovered this podcast via Reddit. Also, thank you for everyone who posted about us on Reddit. And I've been binging it ever since. I really like the show, the host, and their commentary. And I was one of those folks who watched ANTM when it aired and stepped out around cycle 22, which is the politest way. <laughs> stepped oh, out. Jesus. That's a long time. To- yeah. Bryce put in the work. Me and my mom are rewatching the cycles from the beginning. And it's quite fascinating how differently I see things now at age 35. I can't wait to hear more episodes. Love you all. Yeah. We've said it a lot of times on the show, but new lenses when you're in your 30s yeah when you aren't just smack dab at the same age as the people on the show yeah well and just when you implicitly trust authority more you trust Mm -hmm. the authority of the show because you're trained to trust authority generally yeah absolutely absolutely and also just you know reality tv show editing is powerful Mm -hmm. oh yeah it wants you to believe a certain narrative and i i still wonder if sometimes we're bamboozled by something you know well, we have been. We were bamboozled by Tiffany in some true. ways mm-hmm. about the therapy that never occurred. Yeah. So like. That's true. That's it true. happens. And this, I feel like, was one of the fir- one of the early reality shows where like the editing became really necessary. Yeah. Like it wasn't well, a real world. It sits so squarely in the middle of competition and social game. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in later seasons. Mm-hmm. The contestants like Bianca entering the chat. <laughs> uh, this next one is from Leslie, brokenhearted. Y'all, I love all three of you ridiculously. So imagine how crushing it was to hear your opinions of my first name. <laughs> referencing the re- referencing the episode where I said, Can you imagine naming a, be- a baby Leslie? <laughs> I've always loved my name. And no, it's not a nickname in my case. It's short, easy to spell and pronounce, rare, but not rare enough to be weird. I'm not pointing fingers, but the last guy I knew who went solely by initials was covering up the moniker Lenny Rufus. (laughs) (laughs) A fair read, Leslie. But I can't hold a grudge. I've laughed my way through COVID thanks to you. Should any of you get stuck in upstate New York? Motto, not just cows and snow. I'll bring cupcakes and a huge emergency bag of gumballs. (laughs) She also asked if there's a P.O. Box, and we do have one now. You can check out that P.O. Box on Thorpe Inc.'s Twitter, uh, Instagram, yeah. and I believe the website, the website. for sure. Yeah, the for sure. The website on the contact. So, so if you ever want to send us something, bobbleheads, bobbleheads, bobbleheads. Did I hear bobbleheads? Fan art, fan art. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, Leslie, that's that. Thank you so much because that naming a baby Leslie joke is one that really sticks with me from the podcast while other things go out of my head. <laughs> And I love anyone that has such a good sense of humor and also comes for me in the sweetest, (laughs) kindest, sharpest way. 
you may call me Lenny Rufus, Leslie, and only you. <laughs> Jenny Rufus. Rufus with a W. Ooh. Yes. Woofus. Um, next is Jeremy Claramy. No, it's just Jeremy. <laughs> hey, everyone. First, I just want to say I love the podcast. Earlier this year, I lost my job due to COVID. Sorry about that, Jeremy. During the time between jobs, all I did was listen to the podcast and historically laugh and talk like I was. I know it means hysterically, but I love historically. I love the laugh was so historic. (laughs) Yes. And talk like I was there with you guys. The podcast feels like I am finally have a group of friends to talk about America's Next Top Model with, which I never had. I love it so much. I even sent you guys some money. Thank you, Anchor.fm sponsor, baby. And I hope it helps get your hand on some smize cream. It will, Jeremy. It will. It will. <laughs> the, the reason I'm messaging you now is because of the most recent podcast. I just thought you'd be happy to know, a, uh, happy to know that a lot of native Hawaiians do talk like Anya. At an old job, I met a girl who was from Hawaii, and how she talked and her accent was exactly like Anya's. Just a note for you guys. Again, love the podcast. I also talked to two of my friends, one of whom is from Hawaii and one of of whom is there quite a bit. And I I had them listen to Anya clips, and I was like, is this representative Mm -hmm. of a typical? And they were like, it actually, finding out that she was like originally born in russia is that correct yeah she was yeah. adopted she was born in russia and adopted i think at like four she's they said that it actually does sound like the perfect marriage of hawaiian with a little bit of russian to it i love it i love it yeah. i love learning that mm-hmm. uh, it's so now it makes it even a little worse though that that the that the the judges are like what a weird accent i'm like well apparently it's just a traditional hawaiian accent <laughs> with a susan of yes. russian uh, um, Ryan, who lets us know that um, they are a teacher and a minister's wife, and I cannot read that without reading it like Miss Peacock and Clue when she says, I'm a senator's wife. wife. <laughs> I'm a minister's wife. Ryan sent us a great email and says also, I have a 30 minute commute to work every day and usually listen to podcasts on the way. I decided to search and see if there was an ANTM rewatch podcast one day. Honestly, doubted there would be one or a decent one at least because I thought I was probably the only human who still watched the show. Let me just say, I'm so excited to have found you guys. Y'all are basically my imaginary BFFs who I pretend to discuss ANTM with on my way (laughs) to work each day. Thank you so much. It's so fun to me. Obviously, we were hungering for this podcast because we made it. Yeah. And we did not have enough people to discuss ANTM with until we found each other. And Mm -hmm. I love that energy from all of our listeners as well. There's a lot of people who are like, I didn't know I was the only one who still watched it, Mm -hmm. which is funny because it's on Hulu, Amazon, and like everything now. And I'm like, apparently that's, it's just evergreen as a show. Paul says, I just discovered the podcast today and as a self-proclaimed reality TV stand and ANTM historian, I've never been more entertained. I listened to the first episode of Cycle 6 at work and had to stop myself from cackling in public. Thank you so much, Paul. <laughs> we love historian. to see people cackling in public. Ruin your job. Ruin your <laughs> job. Nick reached out to us and did a lot of work, especially to find the Instagrams of people from the first episode of Cycle 10 that didn't make it on the show. Most importantly, Nick found Jenna and Paul <laughs> Jenna. That's right. Also found um, Jen, who was the other plus size potential. Jennifer. Yes. Who lists ANTM10 in her Instagram bio. So she's mm. keeping it up. Mm-hmm. Also, Shaya and Shaylinda are still working models. Good working. for Shaylinda. Right? Good for Shaylinda. Stuck with it. Also, 
I re-listened to that podcast and realized sometimes I said Shea and some and sometimes I said Shayla. And it's mm. truly because these two had so similar names and my <laughs> head just put them together. Oh yeah. But both of them still working. So good for them. Okay, let's get into some unpopular opinions that people said. Uh, You mean our haters? Our haters are going to (laughs) hate? No. (laughs) Melissa. Melissa says, Psycho 9 was one of the strongest cast. But the top two should have gone home way earlier. Okay. You know what? Yeah, I'm here for that, actually. I get it. Jenna, Lisa, Heather, Sarah. Yeah. A lot of decent people. I would even give it to some early boots like Kim, Kimberly. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ebony, when she wanted to be there. (laughs) (laughs) When she wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She also says that, unpopular opinion, Yoana's helmet photo was overrated. I think we said, I think Hannah said that. I feel like that's a Hannah thing. (laughs) (laughs) Who can remember back that part? I know. (laughs) But it is like iconically like. That definitely is an unpopular opinion, theoretically, because... You see it everywhere. It's iconically, like, Cycle 2's photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Because especially because they had to erase any memory of Adrian. Of winner <laughs> Adrian. Melissa also says two things about walks that I'll say together. Breeze walk is boring horsey. I was just going to say horsey, <laughs> but it's boring horsey. <laughs> and she said, Camille's walk did make her famous. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Absolutely did. Camille was a witch because she saw into the future. <laughs> um, our next unpopular opinion comes from Kia, spelled with a Q. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It looks, it, it, I think it seems Kia. to be pronounced Kia. Also, Kia with a Q, great top model contestant name. Oh, yeah. Easy to spell, easy you to pronounce. You would never have to change it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Can you imagine just someone comes up and they're like, I'm Kia Amy. And you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kia me. <laughs> Kia says, okay, I was, all caps, shocked when y'all said Salisha's walk was okay. Her pictures, with few exceptions, were just okay. But I've always thought her walk was incredible. I literally salivate, LOL. Her walk is just amazing to me. Her strut, her personality, her bop. When she did the thing with her crazy nails in the final runway, oh my God, I died. Um, I, I was on record saying that I thought Salisha was a good walker. I'm going to go on record saying we didn't see enough walking that cycle that I couldn't give an opinion. Truly. Mm, that's fair. They did have her in a runway show in an earlier season of America's Next Top Model, though. Yes, they did. It's like everything with Celicia, it's so hard to be objective when the show is building her up so much. Yeah. yeah. Here's an interesting thing, though. Runway is typically more associated with editorial, right? Not exclusively, but a lot of times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was Celicia just not commercial? Was she just editorial? And they just wouldn't let her have it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> who knows? She, Kia also told a very quick story about Whitney, who apparently who visited somewhere, and she had a talk, and she it was like a Q and A, um, and she got to ask Whitney a question. She was like, "How long is the actual taping?" And Whitney said, "Just a few weeks." And then she was like, "And then there were only twenty five people there, so I wanted to ask another question." And Whitney just gave me a dirty look. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, Whitney, this cycles, Whitney. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Wattel would never. Wattel yeah. would oh, never. imagine. Um, imagine. Also, by the way, if you send me an unpopular opinion that's for a cycle like post 10, I'm probably not going to read it just because like it could be a little spoilery for us. Yeah. But thank you for sending them. Kevin, write a great email. I have a confession to make. A steady cam zooms in on our letter writer. <laughs> What's my secret? I'm afraid of the dark 
and I ironically stand cycle nine. Yeah, that's right. Against the laws of nature and my own better judgment, cycle nine is one of my favorite seasons of Top Model. This is mostly thanks to the fact that it was the first cycle I ever saw of ANT. Sure. Period. So yep. I guess it's more of a case of Twilight-esque imprinting more than an actual <laughs> reflection of the cycle's quality. Maybe I just need to check my thighs in the mirror. Maybe I need that unlaced straight jacket Renee drew for JL. Maybe I'm still feeling the side effects of being brainwashed into thinking that Salisha's bowl cut was the pinnacle of high fashion at the tender age of 12. Whatever the reason may be, I loved revisiting that cursed cycle and hearing your thoughts on all the fuckery happening behind and in front of the camera. I will say I'll, I'll out, Thank uh, you, Kevin. Out, out myself as a geek because what my thought was when you said like, oh, it's the first season I watched. My thought was like, oh, so it's like the final fantasy that you think is the best because it was the first one you played. The first season of Drag Race I ever watched was season eight, which is a good season, but it's still my favorite. Yeah, I think a lot of the time your introduction to something ends up being your favorite. It's special to you. The rosy memories. I'll also say this. Part of this is just because I think we grow as podcasters and like we have ongoing jokes that like build on top of one another. I do think Cycle 9 was some of our funniest stuff. (laughs) And I think part of that was because there was more nonsense to talk yeah. about. Yeah, we didn't have to get serious about some stuff. But yeah. also, there's there's way worse cycles coming, and oh, we all know it. Yeah, know it. Brian Boy hasn't entered the chat yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad to make it all of you say that now. <laughs> I'll say this too. I'll say this too, Kevin. I love the phrase, maybe I need to check my thighs in the mirror <laughs> as a new version of check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> And you're not, it's not a judgment. It's not a value judgment. It's no, not, yeah. no. I need to check my thighs. See how I need to check doing. my thighs in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's one that I said is basically a poem. This is from Lauren. My controversial, debatable beauties. You know me, Lauren. The strong, <laughs> the proud. I've been binge watching ANTM since the days of cable TV marathon. So when I heard about your podcast, I said, that's cool. That's cool. Little did I know. I would enjoy it so much that I would breeze through cycle one and the beginning of cycle two in one Saturday. My husband asked me if I was seriously listening to this podcast all day. And I just had to tell him, I'm sorry, Jen. They're cute. (laughs) Favorite. Pod lead is a perfect mix of love of the show, uh, love for the show and amusement at its absurdity, which is very L girl. It's never too tall, (laughs) too mall or too volleyball. It makes me feel like a winner, Adrian. And inspires me to reach <laughs> for that cover girl foundation. Which to be f- wait, y'all, you gotta stop laughing. I know it's a lo- really funny, but we gotta get and inspires me to reach for that cover girl foundation, which to be fair is so nice to wear. I have learned so much about how to choose accessories, describe stock music, and tell when someone is getting fingered under the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was gorgeous. Lauren, absolutely. It's also just a wall of our inside jokes <laughs> slamming us in the face is great. There were like ones I was like fingered under the water. Like I'd forgotten some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To um, be fair, you wanted to forget that as soon as it was said. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure when I said that you like blacked out. Blacked out oh my for God. the next five minutes. And bringing back, I'm sorry, Jen, I'm cute. Uh, oh. You know what? No, I, I think that every time, any time on this show, one of you says like, it's cute. I literally always want to be like, I'm sorry. It, I'm cute. It's cute. Yeah. All right. This one's from Denny. Hi. Okay. So good news. You'd all but. This is. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, end of show. <laughs> right. This is probably too late, but I'm a Janasha of the world. Honestly, 
you guys will all be at my wedding. I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm codependent and what about it? (laughs) Moving on. I have something I must ask of you all. A question. It would mean the fantasy, high fashion, funky, funky, edgy, fierce, editorial, fly beauty, classic, and couture world to me. As a A&TM historian, dressed as a hooker in old hooker times, I love <laughs> listening to the minutia of interviews of top model contestants with Jay, Oliver Twixt, etc. Contestants aside, contestants aside, if you were to invite a person from the show to guest host an episode, who would it be and why? My pick would be between Jim DeYonker, Polly Naporskova, or uh, Melrose's landlord. (laughs) (laughs) Lists are so unpredictable, but your makeup doesn't have to be. (laughs) Oh, let's all y'all are doing the work. So, non-contestant guest Jim DeYonker would be super fun, obviously. Yes, because we've never said anything mean about Jim DeYonker. Same with Brent and Bo Quillian. We can probably have them on too. Can we have all three just as like a? Or can get it yeah panel. absolutely mm-hmm. who else would be kind of fun i love behind the scenes people i think they're always a little bit more willing to spill tea since they're not as maybe public figury yeah you mean you want a a harper style pa yeah <laughs> or like or like someone who also worked on producing what the what the i would love someone behind the creative Mm. of what the photos were going to be. Yeah. Which was obviously Mr. J, but there had to be other people who worked on them consistently. Jimmy D would probably be one of those people, honestly. I would be curious for someone like um, Mike Rosenthal. Oh. Oh. Oh, Mikey Rosenthal. Recurs over many seasons, but just like bops in and bops back out. Yeah. Maybe like a Roy Campbell too. Mm. Roy Campbell's there a lot. Tyra's mom. No, no. Tyra's mom. No. (laughs) Yes. No way. Tyra's dad. How about Tyra's dad? Ooh. (laughs) Um, I think it could also be fun to really like maybe get one of the first eliminees if we were doing contestants would be interesting. Just to, again, I feel like sometimes they're just more willing to spill, you know? Who don't give a fuck. Yeah. Somebody, a guest judge who I would love to have on this podcast, and they've been on an an ANTM enough times where I feel like I can justify it. Tasha... Tasha Smith. Oh. I just want to be friends with Tasha yeah. Smith. <laughs> I wish she had been on more cycles. She could have been a really cool recurring acting person. Absolutely. Yeah, that they keep going back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's the Tasha episode. That's always so fun. Well, thank you so much. That was a great email too, Denny. All right. Here are our discussion topics, guys. From Ryan said, um, hey, Alexander, JW, and Hannah Jane. This mailbag episode is so L, girl. Question. <laughs> Who is your favorite early boot? My favorite is Kathleen from Cycle 8, who gave us so many quotes in two episodes. This podcast got me to watch Cycle 5 for the first time, which I'm now <laughs> currently doing between new podcasts. Fascinating that that's your skip that's pod. The one. <laughs> Just hates Brie with all his heart. No. Early boot, Ka- Kathleen's obviously a good one. Kathy. Yeah. Kathy. Kathy deserved more. I'd say Kathy, Kathleen, both great early boots. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think that's... Yeah, I also think that I would have loved to have seen more pictures from Christian. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Christian kind of got the raw end of the stick there. Absolutely. But yeah, Kathy's just such a fun. Kathy seems like she was on that show longer. Yeah. She made such an impression. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Next is from Jessica. Jessica says, hi, I'm Jess's Moore, the girl who listened to all of your nonstop uh <laughs> Uh, all of you nonstop during my pregnancy. And it was such a treat to hear you read my review on the podcast. They say babies here in the womb and recognize familiar sounds once born. I listen to you so much that I'm legitimately curious as to whether my daughter would be 
would recognize slash be comforted by your voices once more. <laughs> I wanted to hear if you consider interviewing any top model contestants on the podcast. I You mentioned this as an interest or possibility early on. During quarantine, a lot of them have discussed the show publicly. It'd be very interesting hearing their stories. Um, would you have anyone on? If so, um, who would you like to have on your show? I think while it's fun to like conjecture what that is, I don't know. I think that we, not that we shit talk anyone, but I don't know what we would necessarily add. There's so many other podcasts and platforms. YouTube, YouTube mm-hmm. people yeah, too. That like do that, that I would, I know that I probably wouldn't be super great at necessarily interviewing mm-hmm. people. And I just, yeah, I think we're providing you with the best version of this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's, it is one of those things that... I- I'm the kind of person that if I was to interview someone, uh, it would almost, it would, first of all, it would have to be someone from a previous cycle that doesn't come back from what we've already recorded because I would not be able to be objective once I know them as a person. I just yeah. wouldn't be. No, at all. You know, and yeah, I, I think it is cool. And you're totally right. Uh, you're totally right, Jessica. There are so many people doing great interviews right now. Um, and we, we mentioned a bunch of them earlier that Jay's chats existed. All I think it's, uh, Oliver Twixt is how it's pronounced. I think that's how it's pronounced. Tons of great folks um, that I think that itch can be scratched if you wanted it to. And what we're better at is doing the recap comedy stuff. Yeah, I think it would turn a little almost famousy for me where so much of how I approach the show is from being a fan. Yes. That taking it into that other place would be would be hard for me in a yeah. weird way. I mean, we appreciate the thought that you would love to hear us speaking more. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. But And do no, I still want to date Joni? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, forever. Yeah, we could just have we could just have a interviews of people that Hannah crushed on, which yeah. is just a a bachelorette style <laughs> season. No, that won't be awkward at all. I'm gonna cut yeah. off really well in that scenario. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh but if I if I had to, if you're like you have to interview one and only one, probably Brooke. That's who I'd want to interview. Oh fun Brooke. Yeah. Not sad Brooke. Yeah, yeah. Not babbling my, Brooke. My my favorite Brooke. My Brooke <laughs> yeah. that also seems to have a great life afterwards but isn't necessarily in into modeling anymore. So I feel like she would be able to talk very freely industry wise. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She also came out so unscathed in our podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you know who I would want to interview? Tatiana. Oh, Tatiana. yeah. Tatiana. Tatiana. In this, in this theoretical. She'd probably read us to filth, though. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we would get all up. <laughs> all right. Kevin asks, which cycle do you think had the best? I, I assume Kevin means overall makeovers. Mm-hmm. Are you all as excited as I am for the makeovers that go fully off the rails, a la red, white, and blue highlights within a couple of cycles? Unfortunately, I'm not excited for those makeovers, only <laughs> because they become untenable and like right. so fully uh, devolved into the world of top model and not necessarily the world of actual modeling. Yeah, sure. I mean, been straddling that line i feel like in these seasons but did beard weave come up in my facebook memories yes it yes, did oh, for sure <laughs> i'm looking forward to some of the future ones because i don't have as good a recollection so seeing the makeovers will be a little fresh to me mm-hmm. mm, i also think that the only ones i do remember are the more untenable ones as alexander saying so i am looking forward to the ones that are a little bit more just like good makeovers oh for sure I, I don't, I'm not particularly looking forward to the guys and girls seasons because I remember the guys ones are always like 
and we cut your hair slightly shorter. Except for beard weave. Beard weave. Well, of course. They were punishing him. <laughs> I did a deep dive through the ANTM archives Tumblr. And I just want to, we haven't talked about that in a while. We talked about it more in the early days of the show, but it's been an amazing resource for us the entire time we've been recording the show. So I want to shout it out again. Yeah. Yes, I would say, yes, it's a great resource. It's very frustrating when for some reason there is It doesn't no, work. <laughs> it doesn't work. We and rely on you that, too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's necessarily A&T Archives' fault. I think that's Tumblr being uh, not cared for platform. Changing its rules too. Yeah. Recently was tough. I went back through and I just was refreshing my memory about the makeovers overall per mm-hmm. season. Yeah. And it really, it's hard to pick a, an overall season because so many times, like I'll be scrolling through and I was like, wow, great makeover. Wow, great makeover. Maybe this is the one. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you like hit a point and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, Maybe. What I came up with was cycle seven. There Which, were not any okay. huge clunkers on cycle seven. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. What about Wiggly Lit Katie's season? Was cycle two? Cycle two. Cycle two had a lot of good ones for sure because Joanna definitely got a good one. Mercedes got a good Shandy. one. April got a good one. Shandy. Shandy. I think the, sometimes you just, <laughs> the highs are so high that it does make the lows forgettable. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think cycle seven's an interesting choice for sure. I think we definitely can't say cycle nine. No. I think there are too many missteps there. Cycle seven's when they did the peer drawing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. A lot. Cycle. Cycle nine was also. I was cycle. Sorry. Cycle seven was also one of those cycles where a lot of people just like the brunettes went to blonde and vice versa, yeah. and then they yeah. made the twins different. Red. So I think they also had a lot of the safer makeovers. But I think that's a good choice, actually, Hannah. Yeah. I was. I thought it was going to be cycle three. I was like scrolling, and I was like, oh, Amanda's iconic. Like um, Eva. E- no, Eva's is not great. <laughs> From her um, beginning hair was so crazy. Yeah, it's true. Um, but not iconic the way like Amanda has one of the all-time great makeovers. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. But then I got to Anne's chunky highlights <laughs> and I was like, no cycle you that contains the chunky highlight could be the best makeover cycle. But she's the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> uh, Logan sent us an amazing email. Thank you, Logan. Hey guys, I'm a big fan of the three of you and I love listening to the podcast when I have free time and I've listened to all of them at least twice. I started thinking about how y'all disagree on eliminations sometimes, and I created a list of elimination orders according to you all. I thought it'd be fun and a cute little thing you could look at. So according to us as we've podcasted, <laughs> here are the elimination orders for cycle one through nine. This oh is God, great, you're Logan. Doing all of it? <laughs> it, it's, it'll go back quicker than you think. Okay. So here's from first boot to winner. To winner. Yeah. Cycle one, we would have said. Tessa, Katie, Nicole, Giselle, Kezi, Robin, Ebony, Shannon, Elise, runner-up, Adrian. Sure. Yeah. And uh, Robin doesn't last nearly as long. (laughs) (laughs) Cycle two, we would have gone Anna, Heather, Bethany, Janasha, Ziamara, Katie. Y'all have a non-elimination for the music video week. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Sarah, Camille, April, Shandy, Joanna, Mercedes is the winner. I'm a little disappointed in myself that I let Katie go farther than Siomata. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously. Yep. We have I need to... to check my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Cycle shop the wall. Cycle <laughs> I gotta three. go shop the wall and come back, yes. <laughs> Cycle three. Magdalena, Leah, Christy, Jennifer. Jennifer. I Jennifer. Say. Jennifer. Julie, Cassie, Kelly, Anne, Narelle, 
Nicole, Takara, Amanda, Yaya. We sent is, Eva home that early? Oh, he didn't even list Eva. Who oh, knows oh. when we <laughs> Bye. Maybe Eva was last. Maybe Eva was still the last. Oh, daughter. yeah. It Probably. still made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cycle four. Brita, <laughs> Sarah, Noel, Brandy, Yuvi, Rebecca, Kaylin, Michelle, Tatiana, Tiffany, Christina, Kenya, Brittany, Naima, which that's very Close. similar, except Tiffany. I'm surprised, longer. Alexander, that you were okay with Naima still winning. I don't think I was. <laughs> I think I definitely was not. Uh-huh. Psycho. Hey, Logan has listened twice. Mm, Psycho- I, st- I stand for Kenya so long. Well, then she made it very far. Yeah. yeah. Um, cycle five. Ebony, uh, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley got one higher. Um, <laughs> Sarah, Kim. Kim got so much lower. Cassandra, Corinne, <laughs> Diane, Jayla, Kyle. I love that Kyle's fifth. Lisa, Bree, Nicole, Nick. Also, you re- you realize when looking at Psycho 5's names were short. <laughs> Yeah. Some of these don't reflect like personal feelings for the contestants overall and just like individual individual pictures. Yeah. yeah. I think this sure. is fascinating. You know yeah. my top model math. Yeah. Psycho six, Wendy, we got rid of immediately. <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> Gina. For health reasons. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna say Wendy, Kathy, Gina, Brooke, um, Carrie, Leslie, Nana, Feranda, Molly, Molly Sue, Jade, Joni, Danielle. So our top three was basically the same, but Molly Sue lasted a lot longer. Yeah, and so did Carrie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who deserved, I would even say higher. <laughs> yeah. Cycle seven, Monique, Christian, Megaga, Megan, Jada, AJ, Anchel, Brooke, Michelle, Amanda, Melrose, Eugenia, and then Carrie D. We said Melrose was, that doesn't sound like us. Oh, no, we that were, makes sense to me. We were very into Eugenia that last couple of. Yeah, we were. Yeah, and that's I, true. I still am. Yep. Sure. We, we liked her picture so much. Remember that couple girl like photo? As a person. Yeah, once yeah. she went overseas, her photos flipped. Yeah. Cycle 8. Kathleen, Samantha, Diana, Cassandra, JL, Solo, Whitney, <laughs> Sarah, Felicia, Dion, Brittany, Natasha, Renee, Jasmine. So basically, Felicia way longer, JL way shorter. Love it. And Cycle 9. Mila, Kimberly, Celicia. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, Ambriel, Bianca, Janet. Janet, so high. I love us. <laughs> Ebony, Sarah, Chantal, Lisa, Heather, Jenna. Yeah. The Psycho Nine's just different. It's just uh, like a full different show. Lisa, Heather, Jenna would have been such a good top three. We are yeah. better at this. <laughs> and, and I, and honestly, Chantal is fourth and Sarah is fifth. Great. Great. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, thank you so much, Logan. That's amazing. Thank you for doing that work. Um, I love that we've created these fantasy rankings in your <laughs> mind. So here's the last one. Last one. John wants our opinion on the future themed cycles. Do we like them? Do we not like them? And what theme would we have liked to have seen on a cycle? Mm. And John also posited a all Sarah's and Britney cycle. I mean. Would watch. And listed that there's exactly 14 <gasps> Sarahs and Britneys. And that's not even counting McKee and Sharon, who were Britneys and Britney's. had to change their names. So there's extra Britneys if we need. So For casting that, purposes. It, yeah, it's amazing to see all the Sarahs and Britneys with their cycle listed. Um, very I fun. Am, very fun. I am on record as loving the short season uh-huh. and hating the college season. The college season's the worst. I, you I also like the British season, it. don't you? Generally, I do love, the, I do love the British season, yeah. if only for the singles. Yeah. <laughs> Part of this is based on I. Long before we did this podcast, I did appear like I was like, oh, I started watching one 
cycle of top model. And then I was like, well, now I'm going to watch all of them. And I got to college and the first episode was such an assault on like my eyes and ears that I stopped. Oh. So I'm curious to see if I'll still feel that way once we get there. I I hope we enjoy it more. I do too. I, I would hate for any cycle to be a full slog. Yeah. As we're expecting any cycle with Kelly Catrone to be. Because yeah, but- internally speaking, listeners, we've had to discuss what's going to happen. Mm. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I've watched a couple, like, out of curiosity, like, feature. Sometimes she's featured so little and says such nothing of things. It it truly, I don't think, is going to bother us as much as we think. It would just be like... The whole cycle with Rob, what's his name, on the judging panel is going to be super rough. Yeah. But hopefully the episodes themselves and the contestants... Again, I'm interested to re-explore this. I would have loved... If we're talking about new themes, I love the petite one, too. Basically, everything Hannah said, I... I, plus I, size season America. yeah i would have loved a plus season mm-hmm. i think that could have been super fun you know what theme i would have liked another season with rita aura she wasn't that bad i just want a <laughs> season where ashley is the host where uh, ashley graham and that would have been that would have been a great plus size season yes make the yeah. plus size season hosted by ashley graham it's right there you add one extra plus size model to the panel to mm-hmm. replace her and to have another plus size individual. Yeah. Like Graham's I truly great. don't understand why they didn't. I don't either. Ashley Graham was great on that panel. She's great yeah. on the panel. She's great talking to the models. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And also like, again, one of the cool things about the petite cycle was it was a bunch of people. It felt like almost everyone on that cycle had a good personality or character or arc. And part of that was, it was as if the show was rebooting itself. They got to, audition and cast completely new people and if Mm -hmm. you put out a call specifically for plus size contestants i think the same thing would have been achieved yeah i think you kind of start one of the reasons i think the show kind of gets diminished results in later seasons is though they're not picking from the same people they've kind of already picked the same like those personalities those types because we keep getting the same. I think that's why they needed to eventually add men, men to the mix. Yeah. Which I wasn't a huge fan of, and I'm glad they eventually got rid of that. And I'm on record by saying that I think the most recent two seasons, the most recent two cycles are pretty good. Yeah. Like, yeah. pretty watchable. I really enjoyed the most recent one, actually. But yeah, that's that's the only other theme I could really think of. The The... Cycle where they add men is rough, but I can't fully hate anything that brought Niall DeMarco into all of our lives. Right. That's kind of one of the funniest things is I feel like Niall's one of the most well-recognized and successful winners. And Absolutely. it's so funny that he definitely was brought into public the public spotlight via America's Next Top Model's more gimmicky seasons. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what I'm saying. Maybe there's hope for those seasons because, yeah. you know, good people might have been on it, truly. We're watching Amazing Race right now, and one of the, you know, contestants from one of the men's cycles is, is Will. Will? Yeah, Will. Will. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think Plus Size Cycle would have been super cool. And I almost wish they had done, like, another petite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also interesting, and I don't know if this would work, this just popped into my head they have the high fashion cycles it would be interesting to see them be like we're just looking for commercial models interesting yeah that's actually a really good point because they really like brought on andre leon tally and made a big stinking deal about vogue italia Mm -hmm. and it's all super high fashion it actually would be interesting to be like who can book wendy's (laughs) but for real yeah even just like 
you know, Tyra, your expertise is Victoria's Secret. We are looking for the next great Victoria's Secret model. That could be very interesting. Sports actually. Illustrated, a sports illustrated season. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. fitness models. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been really interesting too. There's a lot of ways to do it. I think the best themes come from the type of model. Yes. Not like the fact that they're in college. Yeah, or like relationships. It's like, oh, they're all sisters. Don't do that. No, please. <laughs> please don't. Secret twins. They're all exes. Don't do that. Uh. No, I don't want I don't want any relationship ones. That was the that's the thing that I didn't like about the men and women cycles is that it became a lot about the romantic interest within the household which i just didn't need personally don't well, need it in my top it was model. very forced on a lot of the contestants who were not there for that yeah but if you're here for this podcast you should rate review Woo. and subscribe uh send us your reviews on apple itunes pod chaser follow us on spotify continue this tradition and send us an email or old-timey letter through podleadum.com or our p.o <laughs> box now if you you know what if during quarantine, you're like, I'd love to send a postcard to Podleadum. We got that P.O. Great. Box. Yeah. Love that for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, thank you so much for sending us all these emails. This doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of all the ones that we've gotten over the two years that we've recorded and done this podcast. And we say it to our ourselves all the times in the most grateful and sincere way. But we have a really excellent fan Oh my base God, you're the best. Yeah. Of really, of really like, sweet respectful communicate with us in the correct amount people yeah. <laughs> i think that's lovely truly you can find me anywhere at yet charming you can find me on instagram at hannah jane ginsburg and just to take a minute i think a lot of you know that because you are so kind and wonderful about <laughs> my new baby oh yeah half of these emails also called out hannah's baby and every time you do like it it hits me squarely in the chest every time it happens it's so lovely thank you so much There's- there's some person who said that he's already modeling H to T. So funny. Because that's such a short lean. <laughs> and I'm on I, I'm on Twitter, single and childless at JW Crump. And don't forget to use the hashtag podleadum and JW needs a new plant. <laughs> Whenever you <laughs> Y'all, I got a snake plant which it will not die, and I'm killing it. Like I don't know what's going on in my life. So for Podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 